재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Examining Korean cultures past and present through compelling conversations and documentary storytelling This is Koreascape on TBS EFM on the popular level uh, to Buddhism and the lessons that uh, it can teach. Uh, how do you think Buddhism influences or could influence people on a, a day-to-day level? Well, in general, you can't separate Buddhism uh, with uh, Korean culture and history. So in a subtle way, it influences Koreans as well as those visiting Korea in a kind of uh, indirect way. And Buddhism has a few different aspects. One is the religious aspect, which influences only Buddhists, uh, basically. And then there is the other aspect of Buddhism, like the meditation aspect. And that is something that is emerging as a science. Uh, It's becoming very mainstream. And this can have a very uh, wide beneficial influence on the uh, general uh, populace. It's almost becoming a health practice, completely divorced from the shall we say, the religious or the philosophical background that it comes from. It's just becoming something good to do for your mental and physical health. Yes, but uh, meditation cannot uh, be divorced from its uh, philosophical aspect or its ethical aspect either. Mm. Uh, but sometimes it is becoming like that. So, um, How is that? Yeah. Just unpack that a little bit for me. When somebody sits and tries to empty their mind in a, uh, a non-affiliated kind of way, Uh, Is that the wrong way to meditate, or should they be coming at it with certain philosophical kind of underpinnings? Well, mindfulness itself doesn't have an ethical aspect to it. Mindfulness is just being present. Uh, Even a thief can be mindful. Ah. However, uh, that's using mindfulness in a destructive manner. Uh, Mindfulness can be compared to like a hammer. You know, a hammer can be constructive or it can be destructive. So without the ethical aspect, without the kindness, uh, without the uh, compassion aspect of meditation, then it can be used in a wrong way, Mm -hmm. a harmful way. Here in Korea, there's a very vibrant, a thriving Korean Buddhism tradition. Uh, What attracted you to the Tibetan tradition of Buddhism? And what do you bring when you teach uh, Korean uh, possible disciples or visitors? What kind of things do you teach that are different from their own Korean Buddhism tradition? Uh, As you said, Korea has a marvelous and wonderful and uh, vibrant and living tradition of Buddhism here. I I didn't know that, actually, before I came, even though I'm Korean by birth. Hmm. And so I think it's just like inyan tarasa, we say in Korean, like following the kind of karmic uh, connections we have. 
mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you probably came to Korea <laughs> in Yantarasa. Like, in Yantarasa, yeah. yeah like yeah. Uh, following the... Following news. Yeah. I came here to be a news correspondent, and then I just kind of fell in love with the place, more or less. Yes. Did you come into contact with Tibetan-style Buddhism before you had explored uh, your sort of Korean background? Yes. I met uh, His Holiness Dalai Lama in, uh, in America, and when I was introduced to Buddhism... Uh, I felt a very strong connection to it. So it must be some kind of, we call this karmic connection. So you probably, Kurt, have some karmic connection to Korea for sure. <laughs> Who knows? So. I, maybe I was a king in the past or something. I don't know. Surely, or or surely. a peasant. Uh, let's bring another voice into the conversation. We went out uh, to speak with Kim Yong-soo. He is a director of the Buddhism Expo and a pop artist. He uses pop art mediums to make Buddhism accessible to the general public. We want to hear from him this clip about w- what Buddhist pop art is and how he uses it to connect with young people. 절에 가거나 혹은 박물관에서 볼수 있는 The artifacts that you can see at a temple or museum are typical Buddhist artworks. The Buddhist pop art that I do incorporates familiar images like Batman or Superman into these typical Buddhist artworks to match the public's taste. I want to share Buddhist teachings with the general public. So by talking about the modern stories, we are naturally able to communicate. Many young people hear about Buddhism through their elder family members, like mother and grandmother. I've been to a temple because my mother and grandmother go to the temple. But this type of art has been a useful tool for communication with the younger generation as well. Uh, Kim Yong-soo is a friend of yours, right? Yes, yes. Okay. How do you feel about Buddhist pop art that incorporates Batman or Superman? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's fine. Uh, Buddhism is quite all-inclusive, and uh, it changes faces as it goes to different countries and as it changes as the generations pass. So I think it's all right. Um, Buddhism in general has uh, somewhat of a... Not a very positive reputation among the younger generation. Why is that? Uh, it's because it's kind of considered uh, old-fashioned or something that deals with, we say, gibokshinang in Korean. Like, you go to the temple to make wishes to get rich or, you know, like this, which isn't Buddhism at all. It has nothing to do with Buddhism. Sure. Uh, it has something to do with the Buddhist religion. Uh, but uh, the true core of Buddhism, it has nothing to do with. So I think... Uh, young people, um, I think it's changing now, little by little. Of course, in the West, it has a very good reputation, Buddhism does, and uh, many people are turning to Buddhism. Uh, many of the younger generations uh, are turning to Buddhism for kind of mental uh, peace and so forth. So I think that kind of trend is starting now in Korea. And this kind of thing that my friend uh, Kim Yong-soo uh, he, he's doing is, is very good for Buddhism. It's interesting. Getting back to the pop art, including popular figures like Batman or Superman, uh, there's, from what you said, it sounds like, I mean, you have to be respectful, but there's not so hard and fast this line of reverence or irreverence that might be in other faiths. I suspect other Buddhists might slightly differ with you. I think if we were talking to Thai Buddhists, for example, here in the studio, they might be a bit more straight-laced about how you're supposed to present the Buddha or present uh, Buddhist wisdom in artistic form or in popular media, right? 
Yes. Uh, the Theravada Buddhists, mm. uh, Thai Buddhists, are a little more conservative, and they're more like uh, the way they approach Buddhism is a little bit different, even though the uh, essence is the same. They're more like vow-oriented or, how do you say, discipline-oriented. Yes, ritual-oriented. Ritual-oriented mm. discipline-oriented sure. is the Theravada tradition. But in general, Buddhism is about breaking concepts. Uh, so in that sense, it's, it's not about holding on to anything. That's the essence of Buddhism mm-hmm. is non-attachment. It's to break away our concepts. We have too many concepts. So whatever works uh, is fine in Buddhism as long as it's not, it doesn't harm others and it's helpful. Um, that's, so whatever is fine. I remember hearing one of the teachings of the Buddha, which went something along the lines of, if you see the Buddha on the road, kill him. <laughs> which is not literal, yes. but I think the spirit of it, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, yes. but was don't have this, you know, sort of preconceived idea of what uh, enlightenment or what the Buddha is. Uh, you strike down your preconceptions and whatever works to get you to that place of enlightenment, go there. Yes, that's right. That's a very popular quote from Zen Buddhism. And uh, yes, that's right. It's to break whatever concepts we might have. Don't even cling to the Buddha, you were saying. So, that's it. Yeah. Don't worship a statue of a person sitting cross-legged. Uh, that's really just an articulation of the idea. That's right. We want to hear from pop artist Kim Yong-soo again about Buddhism and some of its relevance right here and now in 2016. Buddhism isn't an antique or artifact that should be kept in a museum. Actually, the core of Buddhism is about now and here. Being in the now and here is the core subject. Stress and mental pain exists, but by simply focusing on breathing, you can stay in the present time and present place. I think that is a way to live happily. Sounds like pretty sound advice. What do you think? Yes, yes. This is the essence of Buddhism, is the presence like wakefulness or awareness. This is the uh, essence of meditation. Uh, and we can say it's the essence of Buddhism also. So Buddha even means someone who is awake. Awake. Uh, yes. And breathing, you do it unconsciously most of the time. So the transformation into consciously being aware of your breathing is like a baby step towards being consciously aware of everything. Yes. Uh, the breath is just a tool to be present. So it doesn't matter what you use. You can use sound or any other kind of phenomena, we uh-huh. say. Uh, we can use our thoughts. Uh, whatever we use, the, the main point is to be present. As long as you're present, uh, it doesn't matter what the object of meditation is. And there we get into that sort of modern angle, Why you, what you were kind of alluding to before as the modern popularity of Buddhist practices because it has almost a, a medical benefit aspect to it. Yes, uh, they have numerous studies now of the physical benefits of meditation. And uh, just as exercise, you know, exercise wasn't always a science before, like uh, 200 years ago. You know, if, if you saw someone doing push-ups, you'd think they were crazy. crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so meditation is now becoming a science. Huh. So it's in the process of becoming a science and is validated by, I think, uh, over 200,000 research studies. I tell you, I would some of these advanced Tibetan Buddhist monks, I'd almost put them toe-to-toe with uh, neuroscientists in a way because, you know, they're not dissecting brains and looking at lobes, but what they are doing is studying unbelievably carefully for, for years and years and years their own subjective experience of the mind. And as a result, they're unlocking all of these uh, 
experiences, visions, things like that, uh, that I, really fascinates me. You could even say Buddhist monks are scientists, uh, scientists of the non-material realm, the, of the realm of the mind. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, Buddhism is a science. It's a science of the mind. A yes. science of the, the subjective experience of the mind. It is, uh, it is a subjective experience, but ultimately uh, the mind is free from subject and object. So then uh, when you get to the kind of advanced levels of meditation, then we experience the mind without subject and object. The mind kind of... Um, we call this uh, emptiness, mm. but the ultimate uh, state of uh, reality, the ultimate nature of reality. And I suppose the ultimate freedom as well, right? The ultimate freedom, the ultimate peace, yes. All right, well, Venerable Yong Su, thank yes. you so much for being with us okay. and thank sharing with us some of uh, the wisdom from Shechen, your uh, Tibetan Buddhism organization. Is there any way people can learn more online about your organization? Uh, yes, we have some programs for the English speakers as well, mm -hmm. but uh, mostly all our information is, on, is in Korean. You can go to the Shechen Korea Cafe, Shechen uh, Korea in Korean. Okay. And Kurt, thank you so much. You, you, I think you're very interested in uh, meditation. I think you'd be a, become a very good meditator, so I wish the best luck f for that. Thank you, Sunim, very much. Okay, thank you, Kurt. As we leave you, want to hear once again from Kim Yong-soo, who, in addition to being a Buddhist pop artist, is also a meditation instructor. He's nicknamed Myung-sang Men, or Meditation Man. And this little clip kind of recognizes the difficulty people have taking a few moments out of their busy lives to relax and meditate. So follow along with Kim Yong-soo on this little guided meditation, and we'll see you on Monday. Sit comfortably. Gently close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Slowly breathe out. Breathe in with your whole body. Breathe out with your whole body. With a smile at the corners of your mouth, take in the bright energy. Release all your bad memories. I wish for health. Happiness and peace to all.